It's the Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast, and I'm Janet Blair. Each week, I sit down with one of my girlfriends, whether it be Amber, Teresa, Natalie, Carrie, Ashley, Tara, Stephanie. We talk about whatever. We completely restore this trailer, you know, fry people's faces off as a bad Mexican. I don't understand the competition that goes on between women. Two girls and a bottle of wine. Over a glass of wine, bottle of wine, or sometimes a couple bottles of wine. Join in on Facebook at facebook.com slash two girls and a bottle of wine. Don't miss us. <laughs> Hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Amber. And we are two, two girls and a bottle of wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. Two girls and a bottle of wine has been on a break. It's been <laughs> like, it's been over a month, right? I think so. Um, we were talking about you know, the last time, and Ashley, Ashley DeLorenzo was on, and um, that that was over a month ago. Sorry, guys. we I had guests scheduled to be on the podcast, and work has been insane. My fiancé's been traveling like crazy, so when he is home, I'm like, nope, yeah, <laughs> no podcast. Fair. I'm going to spit on my podcast when they're here. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's right. I had um, coffee spit on me earlier. <laughs> um, but we're back. We're back. It's It's been exactly a month because the last podcast was April 23rd and this is May 23rd. Um, and Amber is back. I am here. You are? Yes. Chemo is done? Yes. Chemo is yes. done. I'm two weeks out. And how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I'm still a little bit tired, but I actually feel fairly normal. So You are acting normal. Like, I can't yeah. tell that you're tired. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah. I feel a lot better. It's been weird because this round was pretty tough. And um, there were some things that I hadn't experienced before that I experienced this time. So, but feeling as normal as I have only two weeks out, I'm pretty impressed. So. And then the next step is the mastectomy. Yep. Which is June 15th. Yep. And um, then you're out for three or four weeks. Yeah, they recommend four to six weeks, but I'm hoping I will only be oh. out three to four. Yeah, because the mastectomy, they're doing the double mastectomy, but they're also removing three to five of my lymph nodes. Mm. And we're doing a nephrectomy, so they're also taking my ovaries and my fallopian tubes. Oh, wow. So it's about a seven-hour process, and then I'll have some drains and stuff like that for a couple weeks. So I'm hoping that I can actually be to work about three or four weeks, but we'll see. You <laughs> should take the six weeks. Take it. Take it. Oh, it's so hard. I know. I Believe me, I know. Like I said, work has been intense. Steve's like, I'm worried about you because I don't have a chill when it comes to work. Right. I'm like, I get there. I'm good. I've gotten better. I don't bring work home anymore. That's good. But when I'm there, don't text me on my cell phone because it's buried underneath paperwork. There you go. Yeah. I understand. Okay. I know you do. Hopefully it's some hard. people are listening understand or they are just yeah. thinking I'm psycho. <laughs> but I understand. Take the six weeks. Heal yourself. Yeah, but it gets so boring sitting at home, and I'm so sick of sitting at home. I bet. So. You gotta, like, you got Netflix, right? Yeah, I do. But I even get sick of that, like, just sitting there and watching the TV, and mm. it just is getting draining. So. Have you watched Girl Boss? I have not. It's on Netflix. It's based on Sophia Amoruso, who was the creator of Nasty Gal. Okay. She has a book called Girl Boss. It was her first book, and I loved it. Huh. And it's really cute. You might have to try it. Yeah. Put it on your list. Okay. During your six weeks out, <laughs> you should watch it. It's only a 30-minute show, so you can, like... Perfect. Get up, if you can. I don't know. Yeah. 
I should be able to move. It just won't, like, my arms just won't be able to, I still have to move my arms, mm-hmm. but, um, to get the range of motion back, but it'll just be pretty painful is my understanding just for the first couple weeks. And a lot of women actually feel comfortable to go back to work at around three or four weeks as long as With they've. With everything you're getting done? Uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you were getting everything done at yeah. once. Yeah. I guess get it done. Get it over with. Yeah. And they'll have the tissue expanders in, too. So we have that. But, yeah. Just did all once. And then after that, you do radiation? I do. Yep. So I'll have radiation for four weeks. It's Mm -hmm. Monday through Friday. So it's every day. Um, But originally it was supposed to be six weeks, but we've knocked off four weeks um, just because that may become the new standard of care. Nice. So I'll only have to do it for four weeks. So by the end of August, I should be fairly done and I would use quotation marks if anyone could see me um but I I should be fairly done with everything by the end of August I still have a long road but I should be fairly done so it's gonna be nice not to have any hair for the summer I know because hot right but you're gonna have to invest in more sunscreen Yes, I know. We did buy a hat over the weekend that actually fits my head because I forgot when you have hair, hats fit a lot better. Oh. Yeah. So none of my hats fit. So we had to go buy a new hat. But we do have lots of sunscreen at the house. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Well, you don't mind me laughing. Oh, not at all. (laughs) I would rather have you laugh. It's easier. It's all funny. It's fine. Well, and they don't know how, like, the chemo has done. Well, so we do know, I mean, the lump is gone. So there is right. some dense tissue that we can still feel. Um, and the lymph node has gone down as well. Mm-hmm. So we believe that the chemo has worked really well. But um, we'll know more. They are going to be doing a scan. I think I think I have like six doctor's appointments next week. <laughs> and I've had more doctor's appointments in four months than I think I've had my entire life. Um, but we'll do a scan for the mastectomy so that way they know what they're getting. Um, and where they're looking. So hopefully we'll know a little bit more with the scan. Mm-hmm. But we think everything has gone really well. So will you post an update on your carrying bridge after the scan? I Yeah. I is think, that thing still on? It is. Is this thing on? Because. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When I'm considering starting a blog, just because it is going a little bit of a different route. And I'm still trying to live life while having cancer. And as opposed to just having cancer and trying to live life. Mm-hmm. Um, so That's a great Way to think. Yeah. So I think it would be good to kind of get some of that out there and have some additional opinions. And with the fact that they're taking my ovaries, there's some interesting opinions out there on um, childbearing and how that affects my life. So it's just kind of interesting. And it may be something that I feel is more of a blog output as Mm -hmm. opposed to CaringBridge. And moving forward, I think it's something that I still want to, I want to have a blog out there to kind of talk about experiences of life. And reflect. Yeah. Like Definitely. you said, you view everything completely different than you did before yes. January. Oh, yeah. And I can't even imagine. I mean, just ending the chemo was such an emotional experience. I mean, I knew that I would be happy to be done. Mm-hmm. But just everything that hit me for about a week straight, it was crazy. So I can't even imagine when I actually get to get my port out and when I'm actually done going to the doctor every week. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to February, I just can't even imagine what it'll be like to be done and how I'll feel. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. We're going to have an amazing party in February, oh, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, with my new boobs. Yes. Yeah. I'll be jealous. We'll be celebrating And those. I'll be wanting to feel them. Because that's what people with fake boobs <laughs> right. let you do, right? They do. 
That's yep. what I've heard. I know. Nick's like, yeah, I don't care. He's like, let people feel them. Let people see them. They're not, they're real. They're not real. They're fake. You're right. fine. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm so happy to see you and I'm yeah. happy to see, we're, we're getting there. Yes. We, as in you. Um, but Team Amber <laughs> is cheering for you the whole way and you're just super positive and keeping it upbeat and I love it. You betcha. What else has been going on in your world? Honestly, not a whole lot. You know, we're, I did get a new car. So that was exciting. I got did a, you post that? I did. Sorry. Life's busy, Jana. That's all right. I got a Toyota 4Runner. Oh, what yeah. year? 2017. Wait, I may have seen that. What color? <laughs> it's black. Maybe not. Will you pull up your Instagram see if I liked it? Yeah. <laughs> How long ago was this? Um, It was May 3rd, so it was like two weeks or three weeks ago because it was a week before my chemo. Okay. So, um, so brand new, brand new. Does it have like all the like bells? Oh, yes, and it's whistles? a limited version, so it Ooh. has leather seats, it has heating and cooling seats, and Ooh. it even reads my text messages to me. <sighs> and I can lock and unlock my car without ever taking my key out and start my car without ever taking my key out. Wow, it's amazing. And I, I have a sunroof. Oh, that's amazing. You got to put sunscreen on your head, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I did learn that. The first oh, couple, did I didn't get sunburnt, but the first couple times I opened the sunroof, I was like, uh, it can get really hot because I have a sunroof. Hot. And I'm like, that's really warm. Closing it, closing it. Right? <laughs> it looks so cool. I can't imagine people with the top down convertibles. Right? It's a good idea. No, you but did I not like it. But I think sunroofs. I think I, no, maybe I didn't see it. I'm sorry. It's okay. But congrats. I love the new car fun. Yes. I love it. It's exciting. I like the smell. Yes. I'm going on two years with my Jeep. And I still, like, I've now, it doesn't smell like new car anymore, obviously. <laughs> so I'm, like, using the leather smells. Because oh, that's yeah. the smell that reminds me of the new car. Yes. And I'm holding on to that new car smell as long as possible. I know. That's what I'm doing, too. It's very nice. It's starting to fade a little bit, but. It does. And how many times have you washed it since you've had it? Well, Nick likes to wash it a lot, too. So, <laughs> But we've also had so much rain. Oh, and snow. Yeah. And I only had the car, like, less than a week. Is I didn't it all even wheel? have a full week. Four-wheel. Four-wheel. Okay. Yeah. I think it actually has all-wheel options on it, though, too. Mm-hmm. So it has, like, four different options on it. I don't know. You learn something new, like, every day yeah. in a new car for the first year. Right? It's insane. But, yeah, I only had the car for barely a week, and that's when we had that huge hailstorm. And I actually, so I got caught in the hailstorm with the rental car because they were oh. doing some stuff to my car, but my car was sitting outside at the dealership. Because when they pulled it in, it had like hail, like all on it. And I was like, oh, maybe we should have put that in the garage. Just say Brand new car. Did it get any damage? It did not. So I was oh. very lucky. Yes, you were. Because especially because my car was in Arvada and Arvada in that area got huge, huge. Denver, like there was softball size. Yeah, because I mean, it closed the mills until mm-hmm. the fall. Colorado mills, yep. Odyssey, Done. Yeah. And I guess um, the, like, the state is trying to reach the owner of Colorado mills. I saw this in the news last night to try and make sure that all of the employees are getting taken care of and signing up for unemployment properly. Well, that's good. And they're not able to reach anyone. No one's returning their calls. And the news story that I saw was like, we feel you. We've been trying to reach them for news comments and no one's returning our calls. That's so sad. Yeah. I wonder if it'll actually open back up. I know. That's kind of what Nick and I were Because that kind of like behavior, like did they take what money they did have and run? Right? They're like, this is a lost cause. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, that is sad. Yeah. 
That is the thing about Colorado. You can have a tornado warning one day, a hailstorm the next day, and snow the next day. Yep. It's ridiculous. It's insane. But do you have a garage that you keep the new car in? I do. That's yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. That is nice. It is very nice. Because I don't have a, a, a garage. And I was at work when that crazy oh. hailstorm was starting. And everyone's posting on Facebook. Well, my, my cellular device does not get great reception because I'm out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> And um, everyone's like, oh, look at all the hail. I was like, what are y'all talking about? Oh, look at all this. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's intense. So, like, everyone cleared out. They're like, we're going home. It's 3 o'clock. We're going to get our cars in the garage. And I'm like, well, (laughs) I'll stay here. And I text Steve. Well, everyone just left the office to get their cars in a garage. Since I don't have a garage, I guess I'll just stay at work. (laughs) Because it's full of his stuff. And, um, but it was good because I didn't get any hail in Watkins and I came home oh. and there were, there was like pea size hail. Yeah. I got that. Uh, I think the, the hail that I got caught in, some of it was pea, pea size hail, but some of it was a little bit bigger. I was a little scared. Something was going to like come through the windshield of the <laughs> rental car. So you got the new car. Did you like research and know that that was the car you wanted? Yes. So we, For how I've, long? Uh, I don't know. I think we probably went back and forth for about six to eight months. Okay. I was pretty sure I knew I wanted a Toyota. Mm-hmm. I did look at all the other options of SUVs because I knew I wanted an SUV. So we kind of went back and forth and looked at everything. But I loved my Toyota before. And Toyota is such a good brand. So They make Lexus, right? Yeah. Or Lexus makes Toyota. Whoever. Yes. We wanted Lexus, but we don't make that kind of money. Right. Yeah. So It's kind um, of the same thing. Yeah. It is. <laughs> And we almost went the R, the Rav Four route, but mm-hmm. Nick was not a fan, and mm-hmm. we wanted something bigger and that I felt comfortable in the snow. So the Toyota Four Runner was the way to go. And part of the issue is too is that a lot of for me, I like the boxiness of SUVs, right? And a lot of SUVs have gone more round. So I used to yes. want the Highlander, mm-hmm. but now it looks like a minivan, and that's not my style, right? So no, <laughs> not gonna have kids. Don't want to look like it. No. <laughs> So we're not doing van up in here. So Toyota 4Runner, full SUV. Nice. Yes. That's what I like about my Jeep. I like the boxiness. Yes. When I saw it, it was love at first sight. Exactly. And it'll be great. We're going to go to Talleyride right before my surgery. So it'll be great to take up to Talleyride and have all of that. Talleyride? Mm-hmm. How do you say it? Talleyride. Talleyride? Yeah. And I say Telluride. Oh, interesting. Because of the country music song, Telluride. Tell oh. you ride. That was me singing Tim McGraw. <laughs> is that Tim McGraw that sings that? Yes, um, it is. Josh Grayson originally recorded it, but oh. nobody listened to it. And then Tim McGraw released it, and everyone's like, "Woo, Tell you ride." Oh yeah, I never knew that. But I like the way you say it. Tell you ride. <laughs> Tell you ride. I'm sorry. Maybe wow. I'm just excited. I need to record more podcasts because I am totally not. <laughs> whoa. Okay, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about some entertainment stuff. Woohoo. Okay. Two girls and a bottle of wine. We're back. Woohoo. Woohoo. Amber is here, and you and I have very similar tastes in a lot of the same entertainment stuff. Yes. Um, not exactly the same taste, because we were talking about some TV shows, and I was like, eh, no. Yeah. Um, but we were both heartbroken to hear that one of our favorite sitcoms has been canceled. Yes. I'm very sad. Very sad. Two broke girls. I know. I, you know, they came on after Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine. I think maybe no. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, and I was like, Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine. Two broke girls. We're like cousins. Right? 
Um, but they got canceled after six seasons. I know. I'm so sad. Kat Dennings, she is adorable, her. and I really wish her nothing but success in the yes. future because she is hilarious. And I think she is the reason that Steve doesn't like the show. <laughs> See, and I feel like that's <laughs> like he should like it because of her because she's hilarious. I don't think her humor is along the lines of his humor. Oh, okay. But um, and he felt like her jokes were always very similar to what she said all the time, which I get that, but she's much like that's me. her style. Her jokes are a lot about sex and real life and real life like, boobs, boobs. And then the blonde was played by Beth Bears, which I thought she was cute. Yeah, any blonde could really play that. Yeah, that role. Um, it's been averaging 7 million total viewers and a 1.8 in the 18 to 49 demographic. 1.7 feel, or 7 million feels like a lot. I know. But I think, I don't know, because I feel like I read somewhere in a different article that they were looking for like 8 million, or it was just barely under the 8 million that they used to keep somebody else. Oh. Or something. It was weird. Well, it seems that CBS has a bunch of new comedies coming down the pike. Um, Me, Myself, and I, um, By the Book. And then we were talking, we both like Big Bang Theory. Yes. Love Big Bang Theory. Have loved that forever because Fiance Steve says that if Janet likes a show, it's going to get canceled, which 95% of the time, and Two Girls and Bottle Wine listeners, if you've been listening for a while, you know, like, it was back when it was just Ashley and I. And we were both so excited about all these new shows. And then, like, 95% of them got canceled within the first month. And I'm like, my life is over. (laughs) So I I see where he gets that. But I've been a Big Bang Theory fan for forever. It's such a good show. And they're going to have a spinoff. The Big Bang Theory spinoff, Young Sheldon. Yeah. I'm a little... I don't like spinoffs. Like, I like NCIS, but I'm not a big fan of NCIS LA. Or NCIS New Orleans. Yeah. I got into the CSIs. Yeah, I liked the CSIs in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I liked the Las Vegas one, I think. That was the original. But I didn't like any of the spinoffs. You didn't like Miami? Oh, Miami I liked for a while. And I liked... I I liked New York. I didn't like that one. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. And like Criminal Minds, they tried to do a spinoff on once, and Mm -hmm. I didn't like that. And that actually only lasted like six episodes. Some so. other new stuff that they have are dramas, which I'm not usually a typical fan of the dramas. I got enough drama in life. No. Um, I like the funny stuff. So Instinct, Wisdom of the Crowd, and SEAL Team, and SWAT. Yeah, and SWAT is interesting just because they have Shamar Moore in that. And he was on another show. He was on show. Criminal Minds. Oh, okay. And everybody lost their shit when he decided to leave Criminal Minds. And so now he's going to be on SWAT. So we'll see how that goes. I liked his Facebook for a while, but he's kind of egotistical. Yeah. Oh, I think I remember us talking about <laughs> yes. this. Yeah. He, he loves himself. He really does. Um, let's see. The the shows that have been renewed. The Big Bang Theory. Woo! Mm-hmm. Life in Pieces. Do you like that show? I haven't watched it, but it <gasps> looks funny. It is adorable. It takes 30 minutes and breaks it up into four different stories about all around this one family, hmm. but different segments of the family, and then typically the last one is about all of them together. Okay. And it's adorable. Tom Hanks' son is in it. Oh, right. Don't know his name. Yeah, I mean, um, We both love Mom. Yes, I love Mom. Anna Ferris. So Aww. Funny. Um, Kevin Can Wait. Eh. 
I watch it, but I watch it more just because it's something to watch. And I did like him when he was on King of Queens. I love King of Queens, but I liked it because of Leah Remney. When I saw she was going to be on Kevin Can Wait, I almost set my DVR, but then I didn't. Yeah. It's not, I don't know. Like, it's funny, but I definitely would choose Two Broke Girls over Kevin Can Wait. Agreed. Like, I could do without it. There are some days where I record it and I could not watch it for, like, a week. Where other shows, I'm like, I have to watch it. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Um, They renewed Man with a Plan, which is Joey's... Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc, yep. Um, and we were talking about that. I'm not a big fan. Like, it's on our DVR. It's one of those where I have 10 mm-hmm. <laughs> because I watch one a, a month. Um, and I just don't feel like because Joey was such a big part of my life. <laughs> right. And now the same character, it feels like some of the topics are a little bit too young for what my mind says that Matt LeBlanc is. <laughs> Does that make sense? It does. Because in my mind, he's like 40, 45. Right. Because 20 years ago, friends, he was 20, right? Yeah. But now, like, they were, they had a recent episode where they were wanting to have another kid. Yes. And I'm like, I feel like this is not a topic that a 40, 45-year-old should be having. Ah, but you would actually be surprised at how many 40 or 45-year-olds actually have that conversation. Oh, see, this is where I'm out of touch. I didn't like it. (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was funny, but I think part of it is I think it's because if if I was a parent, much like American Housewife, which I think I've talked about before, yes, there's some of the conversations that they have that I feel like would be mine and Nick's conversations. Mm. So I feel like there was part of that. And because I did love Friends so much, that did pull me in with Matt That's LeBlanc. what pulled me in, but yeah. he didn't keep me. I like him as the dumb guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the dumb cutie. Um, anyway, so she's happy about Man with the Plan. I'm indifferent. Um, <laughs> Superior Donuts got renewed. I haven't watched that. I haven't watched it either. No. Um, as well as dramas, Blue Bloods, Me. Criminal Minds. Yes. Hawaii Five-0, which I do love Hawaii Five-0. I've never watched that. Um, oh, the guy that plays McGarrett, <laughs> he is a hottie. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I've been following his career for a while. I used to watch him on a vampire show. Um, that was a long time ago. Madam Secretary, uh-uh. yeah. NCIS, I do like, but it's an, it's one of those shows, it's not like Man with a Plan, because I do like it, mm-hmm. but it's on my DVR, and I'll watch like one a month. Yeah. I'll pick it over Man with a Plan, unless I am running out of time and I can only do 30 minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's all about timing. That makes sense. Um, NCIS LA, NCIS New Orleans, they all got renewed Scorpion. Nick will be excited about that. Bull. Do you watch Bull? I don't think I've ever heard of it. Ah! So, <laughs> Tony from NCIS, that was his character name, it's, it is a spinoff. And okay. he plays this really intelligent Dr. Bull that mm-hmm. is able to, um, he creates mock juries for big trials. And he helps whichever side he's hired by win based on the personalities of the jurors. Oh. So he tries to help them pick the right jurors based on their personality, based on the case. It's very intellectual. It sounds very interesting. Yes. If it's on Netflix, you should binge watch. I will have to watch it. MacGyver got renewed, which I'm a little surprised. I haven't watched that, but I was surprised that they were trying to do that. And then The Good Wife spin off The Good Flight, which I... Nope. No. So that's what's happening in TV land um, when it comes to... Things that got canceled and renewed and sadness. Um, did you watch any of the Jenna Elfman I Imaginary did. Mary? It got canceled. What? Oh, God. <laughs> when did that happen? 
happen. It did. I was but very it was sad so cute. too. I know. I still have a couple on my DVR. Oh, it was funny, and I like Jenna. Yeah. Oh, I love her. Uh, Ever since Dharma. Yes. She is a oh, doll. I'm so but sad. yes, no. it got, I'm so sorry. I'm so. I thought you were. That's why you were bringing it up. No. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that was a cute one. Um. Oh. I, yeah. We listen, Steve and I listened to her and her husband's podcast, mm -hmm. and um, it kind of went on a hiatus because she went to um, Canada to film. And I'm so sad right now. <laughs> it was on ABC, so we were just talking about a bunch of CBS shows, and Imaginary Mary was on ABC, uh. which with DVR, I don't even know what channel things are on Oh, anymore. I don't either. Um. So it says after no surprise that it was canceled. What? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was so 1. cute. 1.4 among adults. There was only like six episodes. It didn't even give it a chance. Oh, there's been shows that are canceled after one. Killing me, people. Sorry. And I started watching Downward Dog. I haven't heard of that. So Downward Dog is, it's actually, so I posted something I think on Facebook about it. It's a um, story about this dog and his owner. Does the dog die? No. Okay, His good. owner's name is Nan. Okay. And I cannot for the life of me remember the dog right now, but they actually um, picked the dog out of a um, out of a, a shelter. A rescue? Yeah. Oh. They saw him. They searched all over. They decided they really wanted a dog from a shelter, and he just had the cutest face, they said, and his eyes is what drew, drew them in. So the story is from the dog's perspective. Mm. And it's about watching his owner kind of go through different things in, like, their relationship. It's really cute. I mean, I think that you really have to love dogs in order to like it. Because um, there's also some stuff where it almost breaks your heart. Where he's like... See, I don't want to see that stuff. Like, he's he's sitting at the window and he was like, I don't know what she does all day. She gets in this car and she comes back in the same car. What does she do all day? <laughs> So, like, it's, it's cute and sad, and it's, but it's so funny, and I just really like it. So, I think it's, like, a summer series, so I don't know how it'll do, but. So, it's a newer comedy on ABC centered around a dog named Martin. Martin. He's not capable of communicating with his owner, but more than capable of sending his messages to the viewers. Yes. That's cute. I love when animals and babies talk. Yes. So, um, five things to know about Downward Dog. You just told us a bunch, but this is what I found <laughs> online. It's a mid-season replacement, which is what it sounds like. Being a TV show that starts in the second half of the traditional TV season in Canada and the United States. Most of the time, mid-season replacements are needed because some of the other shows have either been canceled, delayed, or put on hiatus. Um, it's not the standard talking dog show, which... I don't feel like it is all. I love it. What talking dog shows have there been to make a standard talking dog show? That's true. I'm trying to think of one, and I can't. It says, talking dogs tend to be rather non-serious in nature. Um, after all, it's difficult for people to take the basic premise seriously, particularly when dogs are ingrained in the popular imagination as lovable, but ultimately more than a little bit goofy. Martin can be more than a little bit goofy, as shown by the fact that he eats Nan's assignment in the first episode, but at the same time, it's interesting to note that the downward dog is a serious exploration of fear and loneliness. But it, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, fear and loneliness! So I want to avoid that crap. 
But I think it's so cute. Okay, okay. Um, you're you're still selling me on it, but <laughs> if I were just reading this article, I'd be like, hmm, Kardashians, please. Um, the dog Martin has relatable problems. Um, for example, the show Seriousness, look at the relatable nature of Martin's problems. In brief, he loves his owner, but at the same time, he resents it when she leaves him to go to work. Yeah. This is because Martin has little understanding of what man actually does, as well as why she does it. Which is a mistake that all of us have made at some point in our lives. Yeah. I Are you okay? Yeah. Are you crying? No, sometimes uh, I just get really watery. I find myself <laughs> talking to the animals and be like, gotta go make some money right. to buy you treats. And they don't hear me, probably, but... I'm always justifying my leaving them when Steve's gone, especially. I do that all the time, too. Uh, Martin is a mutt. So you, like, touched on a lot of these topics. Um, His own self-introduction points out that Martin is a mutt, meaning a dog that's not a product of intentional breeding. This is a deliberate choice to emphasize the fact that Martin is just a normal dog in spite of the fact that he can um, monologue to the viewers, something that is further supported by how he is not as smart as he believes himself to be. Yes. And the fact that you should go adopt a dog rather than breed a dog. Absolutely. Um, The dog does improv. Mm -hmm. Hilariously, the dog that plays Martin actually does a lot of improv because the showmakers are content to let him do what dogs do as part of their policy to avoid stressing him out. So what, like, what? I'm not sure. Like, you just, as a dog dog. owner, I bet you're like, well, he's just being a dog. You don't even notice the improv, as they call it. So I'll have to check that show out. So cute. I think it's on tonight. I'm recording it. I, oh, I'm kind of sad that I hmm, didn't hear about that. You got to text me. Okay. I'll text you. And I will set my DVR and maybe not like it, but we'll talk about it when you see new shows. So cute. (laughs) Still sad about Imaginary Mary. I'm so sorry. I really didn't think I was breaking bad news to you live on the air. That sucks. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back... Uh, We're going to continue on with the entertainment news fun. Okay. Hey, this is Janet. And if you like this podcast, you got to check out Wrinkled Sheets. It's a podcast where I sit down with my boyfriend, Steve, and we talk about anything. Call it therapy, call it crazy, but you got to check it out. It's wrinkledsheets.podbean.com. And we're back. Amber is on the podcast and this is the time in the amber janet podcast where we talk about the bachelor world yes now neither one of us really watched the bachelorette you turned it on i did but neither one of us i i've never watched the bachelorette and i don't know why am i sexist no i think it's because my summertime show is big brother yes nick really likes that show what yeah nick loves big brother I have to have him call in. Yeah. In the summer. And you can sit there twiddling your thumbs. Yes. Because, yes, I'm always way behind. So I, for the longest time, I didn't have anyone that I knew that liked Big Brother. Then, at my last job, some people did. And I found that I was always a couple um, episodes behind. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they'd try and talk to me at the coffee pot or the water machine. <laughs> Water, water cooler, cooler. <laughs> it's all the same i'd be like no i'm behind and then i realized i'm not a cool friend to have that <laughs> in common with so i'll be like 
Okay, Nick, let's talk about three weeks ago. Remember when this happened? Now let's talk. No. <laughs> I love Big Brother. I always, I have ever since like season three. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. That's, that, maybe that's why I don't like The Bachelorette. Maybe. But the 13th season of The Bachelorette kicked off um, Monday night. This is Tuesday, so that was last night. Yes. Um, and we have Bachelorette Rachel Lindsay, who is from Nick's season of The Bachelor. Yeah. And um, the New York Post is not giving this season good reviews. Yeah, you know, I turned into it last night, and part of it, I have to admit, I'm curious because of the fact that she is, I mean, she seems sweet from what I've seen in the media, but also she's the first African-American right. anything for this for this series, whether it's Bachelor or Bachelorette. So I was curious to tune in, but like I tuned in and it just was, I don't know. It just were the guys the worst? Yeah. Because that's what the New York Post says. They were absolutely obnoxious. And then the one guy got voted or got voted off. He didn't get a rose. And he's like crying at the end of it because he's the best dressed. And he bought all these fabulous outfits. And now we can't even share them with anybody. And I'm like, really? That's why you're crying? Awesome. And the reason why I was making a face a little while ago is because in this article, I can see the words. Uh, m- many women have told me about the amazingness of my penis. Who said that? Well, of course, I would immediately see the word penis, and then I had to read the word. (laughs) So I'm not sure who said it. Oh, it's personal trainer Blake. Yeah, I don't want to come across as the guy that talks about his D K. Oh, it's it's spaced out. It's his dick. I'm not smart. No, no, you could have totally played it off. I don't. (laughs) I don't want to come across as the guy that talks about his D. Okay. <laughs> yes, I should have played that off. But many women have told me about the amazingness of my penis. Oh my god! Yeah, you suck. Um, should Rachel prefer a man of few words, but an affinity for obnoxious outbursts? Lucas, better known as Waboom. Yeah, I I think that I know the guy that they're talking about, and he was obnoxious. And I heard that they have like a bunch of nicknames for oh, many of the dudes. See, I, I must not have been paying enough attention because I was kind of like turning back and forth because it was that obnoxious that I could not handle the men. Mm-mm. It was so annoying. Poor Rachel. Yeah. So I kind of feel like I want to tune into it towards the end when she's gotten rid of, hopefully, most of the idiots. I don't know. That idiot girl was, Corinne was in no, next season true. for forever. Uh, because I do want to watch The Bachelor, but I have I know that The Bachelor is going to come from this season. So I have to get committed to the guy that's going to be The Bachelor or what did Steve call it? I'm not going to have any connection with him and I won't be able to watch it. Right. Well, that's not always the case because I did not watch Juan Pablo's season when he was on The Bachelorette. And mm-hmm. I liked him. Sorry, I did. <laughs> I found him to be entertaining and I didn't... Chris Souls was from The Bachelorette, right? Yes. And all of them are. Yeah. So I feel like hopefully they won't pick another Juan Pablo. Yeah. Um, but they... Ugh. I don't know. Maybe it's just the fact that the guy chooses the girl is... Maybe I'm old school. Maybe. That could be it. But The Bachelor mantra is trust the process. Yes. That is true. You do hear that a lot mm-hmm. when you watch the show. Yeah. So Nick Vale, according to the New York Post, is saving the show. Bite me. <laughs> kind of makes me want to vomit a little. 
Wow, why? I just, I get that he saved himself and, like, everybody loved him after Bachelor in Paradise, which I also don't watch. But... I'm sorry. It's the dog. It's the dog. We have a commercial for Downward Dog. It's so cute. Oh. Okay, sorry. No, it's fine. (laughs) It's on tonight. Yes. Yes. Or you can watch it on demand. Okay, I'm sorry. I got really excited. No, that's what happens when you stream your computer. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) um, So, Chris, like, everybody liked him after Bachelor in Paradise. Which I never watched. So I had a hard time Nick. coming back. Yeah, Nick. You say Chris. Damn it. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, chemo brain. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I just can't. I don't know. He just was so weird in those other seasons. And because you didn't watch The Bachelorette, like, you didn't really see that side. No. But he called out Andy Dorfman for having sex with him in the whatever fantasy suite and then he came back like two other times and he was very like obsessive and i think my thing with him is he just seems so needy yes and i hate needy men mm-hmm. i just i can't do it <laughs> i really can't so i feel like i just i don't know with him well they seem to be happy going they strong do. and i do actually follow them both on social media i just follow him I followed her too. He did not. Seriously. <laughs> Hold on. Hold, please. Seriously, me and electronics. So, um, to let the listeners know what's happening. So, Steve has installed a television down here next to the podcast table, and we can cast, as it's called in Google Chrome World, from the computer to the TV so that my guests and I can be looking at the same news articles. The problem is is that there's so many freaking pop-up commercials (laughs) that, new to this process, I didn't have my computer muted, I didn't have the TV muted, so we've got, like, commercials happening in the middle of our podcast, and they're not even paying us. (laughs) So, pardon, pardon our progress, as they say. Yeah. Um, so, Nick and Vanessa, they're going strong. Um, but last week, we got sad news. But was it sad to you? Um, you know, it kind of was, just because I did really like Ben. And I, it's not that I didn't like Lauren. I just felt like Ben was sweet, and he is a Denver native. And he and seems very in touch with, like, he helping out and being a good person. Yeah. Like, he posts, like, about helping humanity and stuff. Yeah, and I thought, it, I mean, he seemed very sensible as well. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, they did decide when they were doing their little spinoff thing, the Happily Ever After, I remember seeing a little commercial about, I just don't think that I'm ready to get married yet. And I thought that that was a good thing, and he was the one who brought it up. and Because they were feeling the pressure because ABC yeah. was like, here, we'll pay for your wedding. You're going to have the crazy, amazing wedding, but you have to do it during right. this time. And you have to decide by tomorrow at noon. Right. And he was like, I'm not. Yeah. We're not there yet. It, you know, they go through this crazy whirlwind dating. Mm-hmm. And he's dating five other people. Yeah. Two who he says he loves. Right. And um, then all of a sudden they're supposed to be quiet. They're Like they have to be away from each other yeah. or not in public for forever. And then they're back together. And then they're talking about It's too much. Yeah. And they're all over. I mean, social media is just everywhere with Mm -hmm. them. And once you're out there, you're out there. Right. So, I mean, it was kind of sad just because, I don't know, and you also want them to be happy. Yes. I like both of them. They both seem like good humans. 
it was kind of sad. And they were cute together. Yeah. But I don't know. I think I might actually be more sad if um, oh, Caitlin and Sean break up. See, I didn't watch The Bachelorette, and I didn't really like her. Yeah, that's On right. her season, when the ex put the roses on her doorstep, and was I was... Her? No, that was jo- JoJo. Oh, that's JoJo. That's who he that's loved. That's JoJo. So who did Caitlyn? Caitlyn was Juan Pablo? Uh, no, Caitlyn was from Chris Hole's season. Okay, so I watched that. But and then, I didn't like her. Well, and that was probably because... So, uh, what's his face that I don't like? Nick. Nick actually came on to Caitlyn's season after like That's a couple right. episodes because they had talked one time or texted And he felt or a something. connection. Yeah, and she let him in. And I kind of understood her, her point in letting him into that season. But at the same time, she was a little too girlish about it mm-hmm. and being overly excited and whatever about <laughs> it. Um, so, and she did, a lot of people didn't like her because of the fact that she did sleep with Nick before the fantasy suite. But, and she was very like, very open about the process and she did kiss a lot of men. But to her point, and because of the fact that she was true to herself and she was true to the way that it often is in the dating world, mm-hmm. not for everybody, but I think that's why I liked her so much is because she didn't care. And she owned up to the fact that she slept with Nick. So she came out and she told Sean personally mm-hmm. because she had that connection with him. But then she went and told the rest of the men, too, and said, I've made a mistake. This is what happened. And I want you to know. And I thought that that was good of her. And I think that helped Nick, because then he didn't sleep with right. Corinne when she was coming on strong. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. So. <sighs> but I've been, like, stalking their Ben and Lawrence. Yeah. Like, I'm Me like, too. what's going on? They haven't like, done much. They haven't. And um, when I look at this article, it says, this week, Ben stopped by On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Um, and he said, I don't want to speak for Lauren on any of this, but I think both of us... For a long, for so long, thought this was the right thing. And I thought this was going to be something. We're extremely lucky lucky we met on this crazy show that brought us together. We thought we'd be spending a life together. So, yeah, it did come as a shock. Yeah. So it's sad. But, I mean, even his response, like, it's, it's wholesome. It's... Yeah. It's straight to the point. If you follow them on social media like I did, you... Like, they didn't spend a lot of time together. And that was kind of a sign. Yes. Like I, like I said, I haven't been podcasting because work is intense. And when my fiance's home, yeah. I want to be with him. Yeah. And that's fair. Yeah. So that's a bummer. Yeah. I wonder when they're going to announce The Bachelor. I know. They better not ruin it. Like what do you did. mean? Well, they ruined it with Rachel. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Because she wasn't even off the show yet. Did we ever find out why they did that? Um, I think it was because something was about to be leaked. Oh, that's right. Or, or because they wanted to get... The timing? Yeah, there was something about the timing because they wanted to start it earlier. And so they wanted to make sure that they got bachelor, or the men, the bachelors, whatever. Right. Um, started that process earlier. Because mm. they wanted to start it so shoot soon after Nick's season. Yeah. Which it doesn't feel like it started... Oh, they started filming shortly after Nick's yeah. season. Because hmm. I think they started filming like that night or something, didn't they? It was really, really tight. For yeah. <laughs> it must be, yeah. So I found this article, and you and I were talking about it, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's just a perfect article for you to talk about. Yeah, Jana keeps putting the word penis up on the she computer screen. She likes to talk about penises and vaginas. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> it's from the UK Mirror website. 
Um, so they can transplant just about anything these days, I guess. Apparently. So there was a black man who received a penis transplant. Um, and does it say why he lost his penis? Oh, because there was a botched traditional circumcision. That's quite the botched tr- circumcision. Yeah. I yeah. certainly hope he got some money for that. <laughs> I hope so. But the new penis isn't black. So he's having it tattooed. To match the rest of his body. Um, In the next six months, he'll be able to have sex and urinate standing up for the first time in 17 years. So he's 40. Wow. When did the circumcision happen? Wow. Do they really wait that long? Is that... Is that, like, a religion that most people know and I don't understand? No, he had to have, um, he had to have the circumcision done early. Unless maybe they didn't do it and then they decided, he decided later on in life that he wanted his penis to be circumcised. Because I've heard of people doing that. It's not very common, but people do it. (laughs) And doctors say he's certainly one of the happiest patients we've ever had in our ward. He's doing remarkably well. I bet he is. Great. So, 17 years ago, how old was he? Don't, don't, don't ask me to do math. <laughs> I'm not good, Janet. And the, the professor says that the penis is working well. He can get erections already. Lovely. Okay, but so here's... Okay, I have many questions. <laughs> okay. So, one, why would you not just leave it white? Because I feel like that would attract other people. And you could be like, what's his name? Um... Like John Bobbitt. He got to go into um, pornos because he had an extra long penis or he had a sewn back on penis, something. Really? Did it work after the fact? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I feel like you could be like, it could be a pickup line. Want to see my white penis? There you go. I'm just saying. (laughs) I feel like that could be something you could do. But then my other question is, is why don't they do this for people who are going through a transition? Instead of growing out the woman's clit to become a tiny penis, why would you not give them a transplanted penis? Wouldn't it be hard to get all of the nerves and stuff? Because, like, the clitoris has, not similar, but that's where you feel all the feels. Sex ed class, kids. And then the penis, and so to get... To do to transplant a penis on a vagina, yeah. it would take a lot more work to get the feels to feel. True. That's why I'm not a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good words, though. I understood it. All right. Oh, wait. Now they're talking about penis mutilation. I guess the guys from South Africa and penis mutilation is more common than other parts of the world because of complications from ritual ceremonies. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I feel like that could be a cause for Angelina Jolie. Right? Mm-hmm. I agree. So that was a fun story. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to close out the window because you're not engaging anymore into the <laughs> podcast. You're like, penis, penis, penis. You know. That's all that's been up there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's go to makeup. You want to talk about makeup? Okay. <laughs> Um, so have you found yourself like doing like more makeup to try and like counteract the fact that you don't have hair? Yeah, I do my I... eye makeup a lot more. Right. Like I didn't always, I don't always wear eyeliner when I leave the house like or eyeshadow. A lot of times I'll maybe just put on mascara depending on the day. 
But now I always have on eyeliner, eyeshadow, and mascara. Like, it never fails. And I'm finding myself wanting to do different colors of mascara. or uh, Well, mascara too. But eyeshadows and trying to do it differently. So I definitely see myself doing more of the eye makeup than I used to. Have you thought about, like, painting your head? I did. I thought about doing the henna. Mm-hmm. And doing something like that or painting or doing something. But So, Milk Cosmetics... They have these new stamp. Um, Like, I got a star. They have different shapes. Um, And I I put the star next to my eye, but I could see you, like, doing, like, hearts and... I should do that before some of my hair starts to grow back. I'm seeing some fuzz. Yeah, so I have a little bit of fuzz up there. Is it blonde? Don't start, Gina. (laughs) What? I just got in trouble. (laughs) We are hoping, I am hoping, I don't, I don't want my hair to grow back blonde. Do you and have yes, blondes in your family? No. Well, no. Well, my cousins are blonde, but that's from her, their mother's side, so that's Did you me. ask the doctor if this has happened in the past? Like, no. brunettes have come back blonde? I, I mean, most people, it comes back dark. Or there have been on occasion women who have red hair. But being the fact that I have had the most random crap happen to me through this process where they're like, oh, that's weird. That doesn't happen that to doesn't many people. That doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, so I'm probably going to be the one random person that's going to grow blonde hair. So. You don't like blonde? I don't want to be a blonde. I was a blonde once, and I just felt like it did not work for me. Why? I like, I don't know. I just didn't like it. I feel like I look better with darker hair. <sighs> I do like your dark hair. Yeah. I mean, I have such a dark soul. You don't. So. Stop it. <laughs> if you ask some people, I do. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. But there is a little fuzz up there. So I thought so, but then I'm like, well, maybe it's been a while. Maybe I didn't notice yeah. it before. No. I mean, I've had a little bit of fuzz the whole time. I haven't fully been Mr. Clean. Right. Um, there have been some parts that are a little more Mr. Clean I can't believe you just got that twice. <laughs> <laughs> but, so we'll see. It, it should start growing back right around the time of the surgery. So, it'll, mm. it will be a slow process, but, you know. Well, that's exciting. It is. Um. I bet it's not going to come back blonde, especially since you really don't want that to happen. Yeah, that's probably why it's going to happen, is I'm going to end up with blonde hair. And it's going to be stupid curly, and I'm going to be pissed. You know, I have curly hair. I know. And you straighten it. I do. (laughs) I do. And I used to have somewhat curly. It wasn't... So if it's, like, super, super curly, like, curly, super curly... Like, it needs to be, like kinky curly or straight yes i have the in between that's what i had too and it's so annoying i hated it it was so annoying so it better figure it out when it comes back so let's get back to makeup okay (laughs) eyes are the window to the soul is what they say yeah see and my eyes are dark (laughs) just saying janet um and so these are some tips when it comes to the do's and don'ts of wearing eyeliner got it so eyeliner can really perk up your peepers Ooh, yeah that's what it says but on the flip side it can also drag down your makeup look when Mm. used incorrectly so the first thing choose the right color do you go with funky colors so I have funky colors that I have used, um, and then I just don't wear eyeshadow, or I wear a light eyeshadow. But I have, like, turquoise and mm-hmm. some grays. I really like gray and silver, blue. Yeah. Purple. I have pink. 
and those. And now that I'm getting older and there's some fine lines, mm-hmm. I, I'm finding that I'll, I'll just do the black on the top and then do, like, the colors on the oh, bottom. yeah. And then, like, do, like, a wing with the color up. Oh, I suck at the wing. I use a brush. So oh. when the... I use, a, a like, a very small brush. I think I got, like, a Dollar Elf brush. Oh, okay. And I'll, like, put it on the color and, like, draw it up with uh, my eye. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this article says if you're stuck on black eyeliner only, only, then you're missing out on a range of hues that can really boost your eye color. For example, a brown shade is less harsh yes. and creates a softer, more subtle effect. A deep jewel-toned eyeliner, such as emerald green or sapphire blue, can work wonders to bring out the color of your eyes, whereas a white or nude eyeliner on the lower lid works to brighten your eye, creating a refreshed, awakened appearance. I ha- I do have, I think it's... From Rimmel, I have, um, it's a nude colored eyeliner, but it's, by the time I get to the office, it's already rubbed off. So I need a good, like, if anyone's listening, or if you know, a good waterproof nude eyeliner. Hmm. I guess I never even thought about nude eyeliner. Yeah, because it makes, like, like, um, Asian women do it to try and make their eyes look bigger. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Um... The next tip is do make it last. Yeah, that's hard. Yes, like I was saying, was yeah. it, if we may have been recording, um, I use waterproof eyeliner. Like I get the um, Stila oh, Stay yeah. All Day. It's one of the top eyeliners. And um, when I was trying it out, Steve wrote on my hand with it, it in Sephora. Oh, we may have had this conversation. Yeah, I think it was a different podcast, but I remember yes. talking about this. And like the next day, I'm like, that's full on still there amazing and so um i bought it but still i have oily eyelids Hmm. but here's some tips as much as we'd like to tell you that there is a miracle way to make your eye makeup and eyeliner stay perfectly in place from morning till night at the end of the day you will still have to reapply and touch it up Hmm. for an extra dose of staying power waterproof gel liners are often your best bet for liner longevity especially for the bottom lid which i don't do a lot of bottom lid when I'm going to work, I feel like it's less, un- it's like unprofessional. Mm, yeah. See, I always do the bottom lid, but it's just because now I always do eyeliner. So. And it says to pack your pencils with you, refresh the line. I don't have time to yeah. pack. Like, I do lipstick once during the day. Right. So by like 10, because I got the good stay and stuff, <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to take time out of my day to reapply my makeup. Like, Mm-mm. I don't have time for that. That was so like 24 years old. Yeah. There's no time for that. I agree. And then people, what? Well, I see that it says something about blotting your eyelids. Yes. So that might help. Yeah. Again, I don't have time for maintenance. This is true. (laughs) Um, The next one is use a sharp pencil, which I don't do pencils. I feel like they're rough. See, I use pencils. Really? Yeah, but it's because I can't do eyeliner or um, liquid because Mm. it ends up everywhere. And I, like, poke myself in the eye with it, and that's just a whole other thing. See, I went from pencils to the gel with the little bitty brush. The okay. gel, it's, like, in the pot. Okay. And then I graduated to the um, liquid eyeliner. But I'm ga- it's never perfect. Like, on the weekends, I'll do wings, and, like, one's, like, pointing <laughs> north, one's, like, northwest. But it's there. Interesting. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a little bit more makeup stuff, and then I have a little would-you-rather game. Ooh, okay. All right. 
It's Eyeliner Talk with Amber and Janet. Yes. So we're talking about eyeliner and the do's and don'ts. So it says, don't walk an uneven line. That's very hard. Yeah, it's easier said than done. Um, it says the absolute perfection isn't what they're saying when it comes to your eye makeup. There is a fine line between sophisticated and sloppy. Jagged, uneven eyeliner can ruin an otherwise good look. See, my problem is, is like, it'll be a little jagged, and then I'll try and fix it, and then all of a sudden yes. my eyeliner's an inch thick. Yeah, and then you might as well not put eyeshadow on. <laughs> right. Because there's... Yeah. Or brows, because I'm almost up there. Right. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's really hard. Especially when you're doing liquid liner, I think. Yes. And it says not to pull your eye when you're doing the liquid liner. Because um, oh. it could tug it, and it that could lead to wrinkles over time. Huh. Good so to know. So many rules. There are so many. It's so challenging being a woman. It is. Um, they A big thing a few years ago was the makeup that tattooed. Yes. I don't know. Even as a big tattoo girl, I, can, I can't do it. I think it's taking, for me, it's too big of a risk, first of all, to put a needle near my eye. No. Right. I sneeze and I don't feel that coming. And now I'm blind because I thought that it'd be a good idea to eyeliner as a tattoo. Right. And what if I don't want it all my life? And I don't want to wake up every morning and have eyeliner on. Sometimes I don't want eyeliner. Sometimes I want to be all natural. And what if I want blue (laughs) or brown? Now I got to pick a color? No. This isn't happening. It's too confining. Yes. I need space to breathe. Um, this next one, don't be too bottom heavy. So don't, I, I don't, like I said, I don't like the bottom I, eyeliner. <laughs> this conversation goes so many directions right now. <laughs> you went to the penis. I did. <laughs> I don't like bottom eyeliner on. But um, I use eyeliner on the bottom, but I do try to keep it light. But sometimes it doesn't work that way because of the jagged thing. You, like, put it down in the wrong spot or something, and now you have thick eyeliner. And with my oily eyes, like, it's Mm -hmm. not just the eyelids. Like, the bottom eyeliner, I'll, like, have, like, blue streaks when I use blue liner on the bottom. (sighs) Anyway, let's play a fun game, which I'm not going to share on the screen because um, I don't want you to get a heads up. Oh, okay. Because it has the word penis in it? No. Damn it. These are some impossible, as the article says, would you rather questions. Okay. So this is where you choose between the two things I offer. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Would you rather be forced to drink only pumpkin spice lattes and no other coffee for the rest of your life or only LaCroix for the rest of your life? Oh, pumpkin spice latte. Really? Hands down. You do like the PSL. I do. But I also, I mean, I drink carbonated water these days because I kind of have to, but I'm not a huge fan of carbonated water. Oh, see, I would do. Clearly Canadian. (laughs) Stop. What is this clearly Canadian? OMG. What is clearly Canadian? So clearly Canadian is a sparkling water. Oh, so it's not a soda. It is not a soda. It is a sparkling flavored water. What makes it so amazing? So it used to be out in the 90s. And it just has this flavor that no other sparkling carbonated water has had before. Does it have sodium and stuff in it? I don't know. I'd have to look at the bottles. Okay. But it is amazing. It is the only carbonated sparkling water I have ever enjoyed. Does it have flavors? Yes. Right now, out in stores, it has orchard peach, mountain berry, and country raspberry. And sometimes you can find wild cherry. I'm not a huge fan of the orchard peach, but it's not bad. But I do like the other flavors. 
And people are obsessed because it just like fell off the market. And so it used to be out in the 90s and everybody loved it. And then it just stopped selling. And now for the last two years, people have been waiting for it to come back out. And now it's back. If you go to their website, you can order a whole pallet. I know, but it's expensive. So (laughs) we've been waiting for it to come out. And now it is. It says it's all natural, no GMOs, gluten-free and vegan. And there's a picture of, of it being on Seinfeld. Um, yeah, it's amazing. It's what days. prompted the comeback? I think it was so many people. Like, there's all those things. What are those call- things called? Petitions? Something. Mm-hmm. Um, where people create fan pages and do all this stuff and want to bring it back. And there was such a high demand for it that they decided to bring it back. Oh, my gosh. A, a pallet is yeah. $2,000. That's why I didn't order one, Janet. But a lot of people but- have ordered them. There's it's nineteen ninety nine a case. Yes. Um, and that's one hundred and eight cases in a pallet. And where I'm, would you store that? I don't know, but if I could afford it, I would. You'd have to get a storage oh. unit just to store your clearly Canadian. It'd totally be worth it, Jana. Okay. Okay. Well, congratulations. Sorry. Thank you. I'm very excited. <laughs> oh my goodness! Would you rather lose your ability to text or lose your ability to give a high five? Ability to give a high five. You're not a big toucher. No. <laughs> I knew you were going to pick that one. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But I, that also would mean that I would have to talk to a lot of people on the phone if I couldn't text, and that's not happening. Right? Never. <laughs> oh, would you rather have eyes that can film everything or ears that can record everything? Uh, eyes that, I don't know. Eyes that can film everything, I think. Why? And you seem so uncertain. Well, because there's a lot of things that a person can see. And so maybe some of that you never want to see again. But when it comes to hearing things, like you hear so much bad things. Mm-hmm. So I, that's not stuff that I want to remember hearing. So I would rather be able to relive and look back on good things as opposed to hearing bad things. Especially because I work in a hospital. So, you know. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. That's my choice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> Okay. Would you rather have unlimited storage space on your iPhone or unlimited storage space in real life? Um, in real life? So you can order your pallet. Ah, uh, duh. <laughs> Come on, people. <laughs> Would you rather have every photo on your phone play as a slideshow for your family or let your grandmother read your text messages with your significant other? <laughs> From the first year you were dating. I ate it. I had to update that. You know, I think <laughs> I would rather... I think I might actually have my grandmother read the text messages. Your grandma's cool, isn't she? Yeah. Oh. And it, because it'd be hilarious, even if they were like sex, which we never really did. Oh. Yeah. But they would be hilarious. She would find them funny. <laughs> it'd be worth it. And let's see. I'm going to pick a really good last one. Okay. Would you rather pee 18-year-old single malt, malt scotch or well whiskey? Uh, scotch. Are you a scotch person? No, but Nick is. (laughs) Oh, he would love you even more. I know, right? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. This has been fun. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoyed it. So you're not going to be back until probably July or August? Yeah. No rush. I want you to come back as soon as you feel better, but heal. Take the whole time off. Take the six weeks. That's not happening, but I appreciate the sentiment. Nick, make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Amber, we love you. 
I love you. Thank you for being on the podcast. And you and I have got to be better at texting. Well, I'm really bad at texting because I'm work brain all day. Um, (laughs) But since I'm not going to see you for a while. Yeah. hmm. Okay, I'll be better. No, I need to be better. (laughs) I'm the one that isn't dealing with the stuff. We'll keep praying for you. We'll keep cheering you on. And we'll be back with you after the summer's over. And we'll get to catch up and have a lot of fun. Lovely. All right. And The Bachelor will be starting soon after that. Yes. Maybe we'll get you into it. Maybe. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? Make sure and check out our website at twogirlsandabottleofwine.com. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.